Welcome to Storytime with Karen and Kevin. I'm your host, Karen Monroe. Today, we are taking a look at a new subreddit, r slash just no mother-in-law. We have some fun stories for today, one of which OP's mother-in-law lies to child services and accuses OP of selling her daughter. Our first story today is written by Pop is NC. Mother-in-law is trying to poison my kids against me. She's telling them that I'm not the real father. My husband and I are a gay couple, blessed with two beautiful children, a girl and a boy, twins. At first, we didn't tell anyone who the bio dad was, but as they grew older, it became obvious that my husband is the bio dad, not me. My mother-in-law is not a fan of mine. She never liked me because my husband and I were from different social classes and that he's 13 years older. I also did sex work when I was younger because I had to pay my college tuition, bills, and help my parents out. Now, seven years later, she's gotten used to me. The thing is, is that she makes constant remarks about me not being my twin's biological father, even though we didn't tell her who the bio dad is. On one occasion, while she was babysitting my babies, I came to pick them up and listened to mother-in-law telling my daughter to tell daddy about something, which wasn't important nor relevant, but when my daughter came to me and tried to tell me what my mother-in-law had said, my mother-in-law said, no, not him, your daddy. My kids call me daddy and my husband papa, so this infuriated me. I snapped at her and demanded an explanation and asked her to stop treating me as the man nanny. I may have been wild in the past, but now I'm a good father and a good husband. Obviously, my husband confronted her about it and she's on thin ice. This pisses me off because we're planning to have another baby, this time with my sperm, and I can't imagine how she's going to react. Down in the comments, user Groovy Yaya sums up my thoughts nicely. Your husband needs to sit his mother down, without you or the kids around. Mom, you aren't just alienating my husband, you are alienating my children and myself. They have another loving grandmother who loves them unconditionally don't have a mention the biology, and respects her son's marriage. You can't even respect the fact that I chose to be called Papa and you chose to hurt and confuse me and my children to get in a petty dig at my husband. He is the love of my life. What if you drive him away? Well, I would go with him and where we go, our children go with us. My children love their daddy and they will pick up on you not respecting him and that will drive them away. They will pick him over you every time, I guarantee it, because when you disrespect him, you disrespect them and me as well. That would be the consequences of your actions and only you can put a stop to it. I'm not saying you have to like him, but you will treat him, my marriage, and my children with respect. If you have feelings that are causing you to lash out, here are the name of a couple of therapists. Make sure the therapists are LGBTQ friendly not necessarily LGBTQ plus themselves, but allies at the least. You said she doesn't have a problem with her son being gay. She might actually still be struggling with it, and now there are kids. Just as coming out can be a process for someone LGBTQ plus, but that doesn't mean that acceptance isn't a process for her as well. Regardless, that doesn't mean you must be her punching bag or her son must be her therapist or tolerate her disrespect of his family where it harms the kids or his spouse. Our next story is written by L. Lapis Lazuli L. 
Mother-in-law lost her marbles entirely. When I gave birth to my first son three years ago, my mother-in-law, who was once a semi-important nurse at a local hospital, destroyed my ability to breastfeed by using her influence with hospital staff to force me to give my son formula for jaundice, even though the protocol in recent years promotes breastfeeding, even with jaundice. When I tried to resist, she told the staff to take blood for my son without my permission to make sure I wasn't starving him. By the time he was over the jaundice and I was back in my right mind, it was too late and my milk was almost gone. One time, when I was breastfeeding, she knocked on my door wanting to come in and when I asked her to come back in a few minutes, she took offense. She was angry with me, not wanting her to see my breast, so she stopped talking to me altogether for three months. We slowly got back in touch and eventually I became pregnant again. I thought my second birth was going to be great since she had gotten to trust me more as a mother over the last couple of years. Spoiler alert, I was wrong. My second child arrived seven weeks ago and I wanted to breastfeed so badly since it didn't work out with my first one. He latched perfectly, was jaundice free and things were looking up until the moment we got home and mother-in-law started saying that the baby spends too much time in my arms, looks hungry, looks yellow, etc. My in-laws live next door, so I had the pleasure of hearing this twice a day. She demanded I give her weekly updates about his weight gain and percentile, and when I wouldn't, she started harassing my baby daddy. I am using the supplemental nursing system to make sure he gets all the calories he needs, mostly out of peer pressure. She now has my baby daddy believing I am an abusive mother who hides information from him and that I'm starving our baby and putting him at risk by using the supplemental nursing system. Thankfully, my lactation counselor is also a medical doctor, so I know they will shut mother-in-law down hard in front of my baby daddy. Regardless, I am so hurt that I am considering leaving. That's a tough spot to be in OP. I can't imagine having to deal with a mother-in-law who was a nurse at the hospital you had your baby at. I mean, I guess if she wasn't so paranoid, it wouldn't be a bad thing, but she's definitely overstepping her boundaries with her demands. However, just because she is a nurse does not mean she's an expert like your lactation counselor. They are experts for a reason, so you have every reason to trust what they say. At the end of the day, it's your baby. You know what is right for them. Our next story is posted by Careful Sandwich 7 I don't want her nasal thing. My mother-in-law is obsessed with our baby. We've managed to keep her away from our daughter for the most part ever since she tried to carry my hungry baby away from me. Anyways, my in-laws are leaving for a cruise on Sunday and I'm not gonna lie, I'm so excited to not have to deal with him for a while. Side note, they keep telling us how they have no money, blah blah blah, but apparently enough to fly halfway around the world while we struggle to pay for health insurance for our chronically ill baby. But that's besides the point, just something that annoys me because she keeps bringing it up. She just messaged me, hello my angel, missing you guys so much. I went to the doctor today to do a rapid test, but thankfully it's not you know what. I have a terribly sore throat, but the doctor says it's just a nasal thing. Anyways, we're leaving on Sunday and would love to see the baby before we leave. So I've talked about it in a previous post about how we want to go no contact but can't now because my husband is employed by my mother-in-law and we're worried she'll fire him if we stop communicating with him. 
So we try to put her in her place and hold up our boundaries, but we're always doing it in the nicest way possible to create as little tension as possible. I'm really tempted to just reply, hi there, glad it's not the virus, but we really don't want your nasal thing and won't be meeting you while you're sick. Would you send it? Should I? Or should I just reply nicely or pretend we're busy? Which wouldn't even be a lie. I don't blame you one bit for not wanting your sick mother-in-law around your baby OP. Don't we all know by now how irresponsible, not to mention straight up rude that is to do? COVID or not, you don't get to spread your germs to an already sick baby. I would personally try the nice approach first. Just reminding her that you can't risk your baby getting any more sick than they already are and that she can definitely see her after she's feeling better. If that doesn't work, full permission to go crazy on her. You can tell her I said so. Our next story is posted by Fresh Mint Tea. Mother-in-law told CPS that I'm planning to sell my child in my home country. My abusive husband passed away in May 2021. After his passing, my mother-in-law tried to take over the abuse. She and father-in-law would come every day pretending to help me with my kids, but instead they would try to turn my kids against me. I won't accept the abuse from her like I used to with her son. After a while, I tried to set boundaries and at first I thought it worked, but they were just distracted by spending the money from their son's life insurance payout. Six weeks later, she came back full force and threatened to take me to court over the custody of my children. I called her out on her BS and cut her and the rest of the family out of my life. Two weeks after that, I got a call from a social worker for allegedly leaving my six and three-year-old alone while I was out working. My mother-in-law literally spied on me and saw I was doing instant cart because unlike them, I didn't get any life insurance money. She lied and said she had seen my kids home alone and that she even spoke to them through the door. In reality, my kids were at the neighbor's house being babysat and thankfully the neighbor agreed to testify that the kids were with her. Case closed. Mother-in-law called CPS again in November and told them that my kids were being neglected. What can I say in my defense? My kids have everything they need. They get regular checkups at the doctor and dentist and anything else they may need. I'm not pretending to be an amazing mother, but I don't neglect their needs. Lastly, out of desperation, she not only called CPS, but she also called the immigration office and my home country's embassy to let them know that I plan on visiting my country of origin to sell my daughter. WTF. I always knew she was a racist biatch, but when will they stop taking her seriously? What more do they need to press charges against her or something? I can't take her to court because I don't have the money, but my question is, how come they still believe her? What's she going to lie about next? I can't think of anything worse than this, but who knows what she might think of. I'm so done with all her BS, but I have no idea what I can do. As long as CPS still believes her, I'm not done with her. People are so cruel. I'm sorry that's happening to you, OP. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, I suppose. It sounds like you need to cover all your bases here to prevent something terrible from happening. I would highly consider making sure you have a paper trail in case something does come from your mother-in-law's claims. Start sending emails about what is happening to anyone and everyone, especially to your mother-in-law. Any proof you can manage to put on paper will help you. Best of luck, OP. 
That's the end of our episode today. We are truly grateful for you joining us. If you like our content, please subscribe to our channel and turn on notifications if you are joining us from YouTube. We hope to see you next time. Bye.